Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Welcome back, guys, to Not Basic Blonde podcast. And in this episode, you will learn all the secrets about eyelash extensions from the expert, Kim Jaynes. She's the founder of Barboletta Beauty. And as you know, Barboletta Beauty is the famous brand in the US that used by eyelash artists. So if you're wearing eyelash extensions, you are wearing Barboletta Beauty lashes. It's very popular and it's highly used by the most famous and all of the eyelash artists in US. So let's welcome Kim to my podcast so she will tell us everything in details. So excited to introduce you guys on the podcast and today on my episode we have a lash expert and Borboletta Beauty CEO Kim James. Let's welcome her to my podcast. Hi Kim, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad to have you. Would you please tell our listeners about yourself? Yeah. Um, So I, my name is Kim and I am from Salt Lake City, Utah, and I am the founder of Borboletta Beauty and we specialize in high quality eyelash extension supplies and education. We educate all over the world. Um, And 
Um, I think a little bit of a misconception is people think that, oh, are you a, a salon or are you a service provider? And we are not. We provide the actual products to the lash artists um, to use. So yeah, it's we're we're a B two B brand, and um, I've been doing Borboletta. I founded it about seven years ago, um, but prior to that, I was a lash artist myself, and I was doing the service. So I was a lash artist before I started Borboletta for about six years, and then I I got into the um, yeah, uh, more into the product side of things. That's nice. And just to give the backstory to my listeners, I've had my lashes done for like 10 years now, I guess. I started with classic and now like went to 3D, 4D volume. And all my lash experts used your Borboletta Beauty. That's how I wanted to know like more insights about it because it's obviously a great brand. And I also use aftercare products as well. And that's why I was so curious because it was like just amazing. But how did you decide to start Barboletta Beauty? So when I, my, my story as a lash artist is kind of interesting. So I fell into getting lashes done. Um, I got them done when we were in a recession back in 2009. And I was also, uh, I was a salon assistant, so I was doing hair and, um, wasn't really making ends meet with it. I was $50,000 in credit card debt at the time. And uh, I decided to get lashes on. And I remember when I got eyelash extensions, first of all, hardly anybody knew that that was a service that was available. And so I remember walking into the salon the next day and people were freaking out. They were like, what did you do? You look so different. You look so good. And I remember loving them. Anybody that wears lash, lash extensions probably can have a similar experience to that. It's just like when you open your eyes for the first time and you look at yourself, you just look different. You look more fresh and you feel so good and you can wake up and kind of get up and go. So I just had this newfound confidence about me and the clients didn't usually talk to me because I was the assistant and, you know, I didn't really have anything to, <laughs> that they were interested in until I showed up with lashes on, with lashes on, and it was a really cool experience. And so the salon owner that I assisted for, um, she immediately started to see her clients want to go get their lashes done, and, and it wasn't a service that was being offered at, in her salon at the time. So she signed me up for an eyelash extension course, and that's kind of when my journey started initially because I took this course and it was very different from the courses that we offer or anyone else offers in our industry today. But the industry of lashes was just so new at the time. And I took this four hour course, which now typically a lash course is a minimum of, you know, two days. And, and I, I left thinking like that was way harder than I thought that was horrible. And, um, I probably don't want to do these. And then I, I went into the salon the next day to go to work and I showed up and the salon owner said, Hey, I booked you a client and it happened to be one of her bougiest clients. And I was terrified to do this woman's lashes, but I didn't really have a choice. And so I did, I kind of faked it until I made it. And I, um, I put lashes on this client and I failed miserably. I glued this poor woman's eyes shut and <laughs> it was a horrible experience. 
But I'll always remember from that experience, this client and I bonded. Um, and she ended up surprisingly at the end of the appointment, not getting upset with me, but she rebooked with me and she said, Hey, I just, I really like you. And I like this time that we spent together. And that's kind of how I built my lash clientele. After that, I started doing lashes. Um, I, I was doing hair majority of the time and then lashes got added to my services and, I went from doing all hair to then 50% lashes to then 100% lashes. And I was booked in three months. And in one year, I paid off $50,000 of my credit card debt, like the whole thing. And it, it was really just a remarkable journey. And it was really, really cool to see how that changed my life so quickly. And then because I was so passionate about lashing and getting it into the hands of others who were like me, who wanted to be in the beauty industry, but weren't quite finding their niche. Um, I started kind of exploring education and, and offering education to those that wanted to learn it. And along the way, I, I also realized that the industry was so new and there just weren't really good products out there and there wasn't a lot of information. And so I started developing a product line and, and an education course really for myself and for my clients. And then it, it just became this chain reaction where so many people in the area took interest in it and they started coming to me as the lash expert and um, not just service provider, but product provider and education provider. And I started slinging lashes out of the trunk of my car because <laughs> I didn't have a website and I wasn't really planning on selling these products. And it just kind of got crazy. But, um, you know, flash forward to 2013, um, we launched our website and Borboletta came from there. So that's kind of my whole story and leading up to it. Um, just the, the journey has been wild. <laughs> that's amazing because your lashes are so popular right now. Every salon in US, like even like all the salons in US use your brand. And always I ask the girls, like, what kind of lashes do you use on me and all this? And they always like Borboletta. And that's how I knew about it. But it's just amazing what you went through. Yeah, it what, was really fun. Yeah. Well, what do you think about eyelash extensions? Because I know I love them and I can't live without them because I've been having them for like, what, 10 years, since 2010. They were popular in Russia like even longer than that, like 15 years ago probably that's when they started. But in U.S. it started way later. And... I know I love it and I can't look at myself without them. <laughs> it's so true. When anybody can attest to that, once you get lashes on, it's like you're never taking these things off. They're amazing. Uh, and they they did get a later start in the US and it I feel like Russia has always been so far ahead of the curve. That's like we have Russian volume and anybody that wears lashes probably refers to their lashes as volume lashes and things, but um the industry, when when I first got into it, compared to what the industry is now, it's like a night and day difference. Like, people actually know what they're doing, but a lot of it came from Europe and especially Russia. Yeah, I know, because so many girls told me they were trained by Russian ladies <laughs> in the yeah. US. Oh, yeah, for sure. They're the best. But my lash artists are Russians, actually, here. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, I, I'm sure your lashes are amazing because, yeah, they're so good, so meticulous and so talented. And I feel like, yeah, a lot of us have been so influenced by their their style and it's really cool. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, if someone never had eyelash extensions, what they should expect? So if you're going in to get lashes done for the first time, um, the number one thing I would say is, first of all, make sure that you've vetted out your lash artist. Go to a lash artist that you know is going to provide quality work because there's a lot of people out there that say like, yeah, I do lashes and it could be like a side thing, but really do research on the person that you're going to and make sure that you're going to someone based off of like the style that you like because there's a lot of different styles of lashes it's not a one-size-fits-all so I would definitely do my diligence in finding the right lash artist you can um do you know an Instagram search and search uh hashtag eyelash extensions and then whatever your your closest city is that you want to go to and just start searching um some of the work that that comes up on those pages ask friends that you like their lashes for referrals and then some really good advice I always like to give someone who's new to getting lashes are um, really go to an artist, a lash artist, who can look at you and make you look your prettiest. Don't go in with uh, you know, a picture of Kim Kardashian and say, make me look like her because you're not Kim Kardashian. Go, go in and say, like, I want you to look at my eye shape. I, I chose you as my artist because I love your style and I, I love what you're offering. But I really want you to look at um, at me and tell me what you think would, would look best on me. As a common misconception I always hear from lash art or from people is, well, I went to my lash artist and I told her I wanted the longest, thickest, fullest lashes ever and she didn't give it to me. And really you your lash artist is should be telling you what looks best on your eyes so that's definitely a tip that I have another thing is um, make sure that you take really good care of your lashes just like when you go and get your hair done you wouldn't leave the salon without a few hair products right like you want to know what brush to use you want to know what um, products to keep the hairstyle looking the best you you buy the shampoo you you wash your hair obviously Eyelash extensions are no different. They are an investment. They're a luxury service. So you need to really buy the aftercare line. If you go somewhere and your lash artist says you do not need to wash your lashes, I suggest strongly that you find a new lash artist because you absolutely need to wash your lashes every single day. There's a whole aftercare system that comes with washing your lashes. There's an eye makeup remover that's lash safe. Um, there's different types of lash shampoos. We call ours a lash bath. Um, there's a special brush that you need to use to clean your lashes. There's um, actual wands to keep your lashes looking nice, little, little lash wand brushes. Um, and there's even just like after treatment things that you want to be using. And so, I highly recommend that when you're vetting out a lash artist for the first time, you make sure that they're educated, that they know how to shape your eyes appropriately, and that they recommend and they offer really good aftercare products. Um, a lot of times, and it's getting a lot better, but people will come to me and they'll be like, I got lashes on and I had a horrible allergic reaction. I'm allergic to lashes. And then I start asking more specific questions like, well, did they hurt? 
hurt? Like, did, did you notice that you had a lot of adhesive on there? Well, yeah, like there was a ton of adhesive. Okay, you don't need a ton of adhesive. You actually shouldn't even fill the adhesive on your eyes. Um, then I'll ask them, well, did you wash your lashes after the service? No, my lash artist told me never to wash my lashes. The, you're applying something to your natural lash that is going to catch buildup. They're dirty. You need to wash them. Um, so I, these are all things that, you know, you want to make sure that you're going to someone who is really skilled. Um, I recommend asking if your lash artist has been trained by a reputable company because now there's a lot of lash artists out there that will learn on YouTube or they will learn, um, like, oh yeah, I just, my hairstylist does lashes. So she taught me and this and that, like, if you really are going to someone to do your lashes, go to somebody that's been trained by a reputable brand and company. And there's a lot of really good ones out there. Um, but just make sure that you're doing your research on all of these things. I, I really don't think lashes are something that you should just walk into a salon and just sit down in anyone's chair. I really strongly suggest vetting out the person, making sure that you find a really good fit. Another common misconception in lashes is, well, they will damage my natural lashes. They actually will not. I've been getting lash extensions on now since 2009. So I've worn lashes now for 11 years. Um, the longest I've ever taken a break was I took a one month break. Um, and I think it was, I don't even remember what the situation was. I didn't do it on purpose, but I think I just had a lot going on in life and I just couldn't get in for a fill. And I finally just said, forget it. I'm just going to take a little break. But, um, my point is, is that if you go to the right skilled artist, they will apply, um, they'll isolate one natural lash and it doesn't stick to any of your other lashes and you have a natural grow out phase and the lash extension will fall off, but your natural lashes will stay intact. Um, something that you want to watch for if you have been getting lashes on, if you do see a lash extension fall out and it's attached to a natural lash, one natural lash is fine. Our, our lashes go through a shedding cycle. But if it's attached to a clump of your natural lashes, I would raise that concern to your lash artist or maybe I would find a new one because lashes should only be applied to one natural lash. So I would be really careful of that. That's when your natural lashes do get damaged is when your lash artist just does quick kind of sloppy work and they just throw lashes on and they're glued to everything and it becomes a mess that's very damaging. So just like there are different skilled estheticians and different skilled hairstylists, there are also different level skilled lash artists. So that's, those are my big things that you really should be expecting when you're getting lashes done. Um, and then really trust your lash artist and let them, let them work their magic on you. And, um, I think you'll be really, really happy with the results. Uh, and then take really good care of them and, like I mentioned earlier, they are a luxury service, so you will want to rebook and get a lash fill within two and a half to three weeks. So it is something you do have to keep up on, but um, they do become really addicting <laughs> and you will want to be back in to get a lash fill because they are so convenient and awesome. Yeah, that's so true. Oh my God, the funny story I've had, when they, I just started getting them in 2010, I was uh -huh. getting like longest I could like 17 millimeters like you know there's different sizes right for people who don't know there are different sizes different lengths so 17 millimeter was the longest one <laughs> I was 
getting them for a while, maybe like six months or so. And then they wouldn't stay on my lashes because obviously they were so heavy for my lashes. So they would just fall off. <laughs> and then I went shorter and then 13 and 14 millimeters like seemed so short for me that I was like, oh my God, my lashes are so short. <laughs> <laughs> I know uh -huh. those. I, I've talked to so many people, if you were getting lashes done or back in the earlier days, like you said, like 2010, it's so common that you, yeah, you're getting 17s across your eye and they were super thick and like, but we didn't know any different. That's, you know, now that we know better, um, we do it. Yeah, that's true. And like, you know, now I live in Atlanta, Georgia, so it's a lot of pollen here and it's like springtime. So, so many people get allergies and stuff and your lashes sometimes don't stay as usual because of all this, you know, what's going on around you in pollen. So I kind of like wash them more often, but I guess other states are not as bad as far as pollen, but still like I noticed that in spring, my lashes were like falling off faster because yeah. of you know all this yes and that's actually um we call it in our industry the spring shed um and that's pretty normal um it like and it happens in autumn time as well just like as the seasons make a shift so yeah that's that's pretty normal and again like going back to aftercare something that can really help um just like those irritations if you are kind of more sensitive to pollen is using a lash bath cleanser to make sure that your eyes just stay nice and clean and it it's really good it, it's like a nice little um bath and like shampoo for your lashes it's awesome doesn't sting your eyes yeah i love that one i use it like i mix it usually with a little bit of water like the foam cleanser from barboletta beauty mm -hmm. and i use the brush and i apply it on my lashes and then i clean it with water and it it works works well yeah oh yeah it's it's awesome so um that's another thing with with lash cleansers they shouldn't sting your eye um I don't know if you're using our our newest formula but that's something that we've worked really hard to formulate um a lash bath that is specifically for the eye area because sometimes people will just repurpose stuff in our industry and, and that's kind of just the nature of being a new industry, you kind of just work with what you have, but something that we've worked really hard on at Borboletta from all of our products, not just our aftercare, but everything, we are really um, big into ground up development. And so everything that we put out there, you won't find anywhere else. It's exclusive to Borboletta. And that, that's a really big deal for us. Um, and, and we take that very seriously. So yeah, that's you definitely want to be looking out for that. There's, it's not a one size fits all in in the product arena either. That's amazing, and you know when someone never had lashes done before, and like usually, how long does it take to install them? Uh, it's a little bit different depending on like what we were talking about earlier. When you get Russian volume or mega volume, that can take quite a bit of time if you're doing just like a classic set of lashes that could be a little bit quicker I would say on average the first time you get a full set of lashes on plan on about two and a half to three hours that's kind of the average and then your fills should be about an hour to an hour and a half you don't want to go to someone who's just like speed lashing like I would really be cautious of someone that says I can have you in and out of here in 30 minutes 
Um, I just don't know if that really gives your lash artist enough time to isolate. So, you, you know, just like we talked about, it's an investment. It definitely is going to take some time to get your lashes done, but um, you want to go to the people that care, that are meticulous. Um, something I always say too is, because I have a really hard time getting my lashes done because I'm such an expressive talker and um, I... I just, I don't, I don't want to keep my eyes shut. You know, I want to be like working on stuff. So, um, I tell people all the time, I'm like, go into your lash appointment, bring your ear pods and listen to some really good podcast episodes and like, um, you know, make sure that you really like your lash artist so you guys can have good conversations. But, um, I, I think, you know, if, if there's anything that you can do that helps keep your attention, like, bring bring in ear pods and, and listen to that and you can go back and forth in between your conversations with your lash artist but I do think that is really important my lash artist she says everybody falls asleep they just take a nap on appointment <laughs> yes lash naps <laughs> yeah I, I unfortunately cannot fall asleep when I'm getting my lashes done I think I'm just like too busy and I just I can't take a nap in the middle of the day but a lot of people I know they look forward to it so that's you definitely can nap too I know I can nap too <laughs> so many people ask about how do you wash your face with lashes um that's a really good question so I my skincare ritual is pretty much the same as it always has been um I I don't get too crazy about like avoiding my eye area. So I start off um, like for my nighttime routine, I remove my makeup and then I also remove my eye makeup with our clean swoop brush and our breakdown eye makeup remover. It's a water-based formula and um, it can emulsify any literally like the craziest amount of makeup um, it can take off. So I, I remove my makeup with that. Um, and then I cleanse my face with just my regular facial cleanser. And then I clean my lashes with my lash bath and my clean swoop brush. So again, like I'm definitely not shy about, you know, getting water on my face or getting cleansers on my face or anything like that. Um, and then I apply my serum after that. And then, um, I apply my, my moisturizer and my moisturizer. I try really hard to not like slap it all over my, my eyelashes, but I'm not like worried if I get a little bit of moisturizer or eye cream on my, my lashes. Like my retention is always really good. And that is a really common misconception. Like, well, you can't use any oil-based products around your eyes when you have lash extensions. And that's not true. I mean, this adhesive is literally like it is, it's a pretty gnarly formula. Like any, any adhesive on the market, like you are, your eye cream and, and mineral oils and different things and your, um, moisturizers are not going to break down this adhesive. So, um, I, I don't really change a lot or if I really don't change anything to say in my nighttime routine. Um, I just try to be a little bit more gentle. Like, for example, like when I get out of the shower, I don't take um, my bath towel and like rub it on my eyes because it's more like the friction of rubbing lashes that makes them come out. So you want to just be more gentle and things like that. But I always like kind of pat my face dry with things. But um, yeah, I don't I don't really change too much about it. I just I just add more to the routine um, just to make sure that, you know, like my lash bath is there and then 
all of that stuff. That's nice. But, you know, I still had misconceptions about using the creams around my eyes because, I mean, I still was afraid, even though I've been having, I mean, I've got them done for like so many years. But till you just told me, I was still kind of afraid because, oh, my God, oil in, in my moisturizer. Oh, my God, they're going to fall off. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's, everybody has kind of a misconception uh, about it. But from my personal experience and from all the research and development I've done, it really comes down to less of the oils and products and more of the friction that you apply to your, your actual lashes. Oh, I see now. Hmm. But can you wear mascara with lashes? Good question. I get that question a lot. I do wear bottom mascara, um, but I don't wear um, mascara on my lash extensions just because the fiber of the lash extensions is very different from the actual fibers of our lashes. Um, so we would highly recommend that you do not wear mascara with these. They should be full enough that you shouldn't have to. Um, and you know what? Some clients still do it, but I wouldn't do it because that actually can mess around with your retention because again, it's just that friction and that pulling on the lash extensions and it, it is really unhealthy for your natural lashes. So if you kind of have to give up mascara, if you want to wear lash extensions. Yeah, I usually wear them on the bottom and when my lashes are about to be due for refill when I have almost nothing left, then I can like apply some mascara because I'm getting them done anyway soon. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I have people all the time, like clients of mine used to come in and they would wear mascara and I would be like, hey, remember like you don't need mascara with these and they're like, Kim, I just can't give it up. Like I love mascara so much. It's just a habit. And finally, I just had to be like a little more strict with them and just say, hey, if you come back in with mascara, I actually can't take you as a client anymore. And then literally like that, they stopped wearing mascara. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't recommend it. Yeah. I know you also have a podcast and it's very interesting. Would you please tell us more about it? Yeah. So our Define Beauty podcast has been a passion project of mine. Um, and I do it with our social media manager, Didi. Um, we haven't done an episode for a while just because I had a baby last spring. She's one now, but um, things have been super, super busy. We had several product launches and then just trying to figure out work-life balance. But um, we keep you know, we want to put out episodes and, and do things, but we put out a few really fun episodes. And the the whole point of the podcast was really to explore a different side of beauty. And so we talk a lot about um, just what it's like being a creator in the beauty industry. And we've talked to a lot of different women and influences that have built beauty brands or that, um, you know, are executives that we talked to one woman who's an executive at a tech company and she started off in news. And, um, we just like to explore that side of like more of the creator side of a brand. Um, and, uh, we, we actually, one of my favorite episodes, we talked to our head of product here at Borboletta. Her name's Brooke Durth and she's amazing. And she's a really good friend of mine, but her journey has been super cool. She comes from um, actually Urban Decay, and um, she worked there for 
almost 10 years and um, she was the creator of the Naked Palette and then she um, has family in Salt Lake and so she moved back here and and we were lucky enough to bring her onto Borboleta and she's been incredible. So her episode's really fun. So it's just kind of a different view into what um, beauty is. And then we have some, of course, lash extension focused episodes that um, have, um, excuse me, some of our educators on them talking just about their experience as an educator in the industry and and we talk about some funny things that happen in trainings and then we've also talked just a little bit about the development and the growth of Borboletta over the last seven years so it's kind of a mixed bag of a few different things but um it's really fun I love doing it um but you know podcasting takes a lot of time and I'm just so limited on the time that I have and so um I've, I've just been a little bit more selective about putting out episodes recently it does take a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, it really does. It sounds very interesting. Your podcast is very exciting. Thank you. Yeah, it's it is really it's fun. I mean, you know, you love um, podcasting too. Yeah. But. Well, where can our listeners find you? Like your social handles and all that. Uh, so my personal social is at Kimber Janes, and it's K I M B E R. J-A-Y-N is a no, E-S. Um, and that's just a lot of me and what I do day-to-day in business. Um, I give some business advice and business tips and just what it's been like growing a company. And then I just talk a lot about what we're doing at Borboletta. And then, of course, if you're more interested in the lashing side of things, um, you can hop on to at Borboletta Beauty on Instagram. And um, that's where it's just it talks a lot about our products and Um, our education and what you can learn and there's a lot of different lash looks on there too that you can get inspired by so I have an influence on definitely more so on my personal page but I definitely have a lot of influence on the Borboletta page as well that's amazing I'm so glad I've got such a huge overview about lashes like so many things I didn't know even though I wore them for so many years (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for being my guest Kim Yeah, thank you again for having me. I hope you enjoyed this episode, guys, and learned so many secrets about eyelash extensions. It was my pleasure, and thank you for tuning in to Not Basic Blonde podcast. You can always find me on Instagram. It's notbasicblonde underscore or NBB podcast. And please don't forget to leave a review. It's greatly appreciated. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.